Okay. Oh, what the hell was that? A love bug got You got the coronavirus. Mayfly. No, they got... We have never seen this many love bugs in Florida as we are seeing in, in Fort Myers. We used to see them in Orlando in huge numbers, but they're all over down here. I don't now. know what a love bug is. It's the ones they don't do much. They just sit around and annoy you. You know, they're yeah. not, they're mushy. And then when you, you slap them, they're squishy. They have no ambition. No, they are. They're uh, they're just annoying as hell. But they're. Uh, I was out in right field yesterday, and there were thousands of them uh, driving people crazy. I think we got to get the helicopter and fly over the stadium and spray the crap out of it. You know, maybe in the, when it's empty, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, I think that would be the best time, probably. What do they got going yes. now? Twins in Boston? Well, twins in Boston. I, I had to close the uh, curtain here so that we don't hear the noise, but... Uh, uh, they were ahead three to nothing. Uh, Nelly Cruz hit a three-run homer to right center field uh, in his second at bat on the first pitch he saw from a young lefty for the Red Sox. So he looks good, man. He looks like he's gonna pull it off again at age forty. That's fantastic. You know who's hacking the hell out of the ball and is gonna be hard to get rid of? Mm. Our guy Willens. Man, alive is he taking some swings? He, you know, he he went back to Venezuela. They had the big uh, boycott that uh, American, you know, U.S.-born players could not go play in Venezuela if they were on major league rosters this year because of the uh, the uh, administration's, uh, you know, problems with the uh, Venezuela, the well-thought-out problems with the Venezuelan government. But he played a full season in the Venezuelan Winter League. Played like 60 games, and he, he plays every year. He goes back home. Most of the Venezuelan guys are living in Miami or down here or someplace. Why would go, you even take the chance of going back there? Yeah, you know, nobody's. Who's even the even the kidnappers aren't going to be mean to Big Willie for God's sakes. He's uh, <laughs> he'll show them his his hair flying, running around the bases, and they'll let him go. So he goes back and he played all year, <laughs> hit three fifty again you or something keep like that. The, this guy, he's more fun than you can never imagine. No, that's right. Uh, they're gonna uh, somehow. I think they'd like to figure out how to not keep a full time extra outfielder, but I, I doubt if. I I think they can start the season with fourteen uh, position players and twelve pitchers, and how long that lasts, I don't know. But uh, I want him. Damn it, let's keep him. Yeah, I do too. Okay. Just to watch him run the bases. Say, I have I had one observation on Mad Mike Hughes when I read that. Yes. One less Trump voter. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting perspective. Yes, right. How did you come to that conclusion? Oh, flat earth guy, man. Yeah, He's, yeah. Uh, he was just, uh, <laughs> you know, so Mad Mike didn't think that there had been other guys up there that, had better equipment to take a look to see if it see if it was around right. or not. Yeah, I, uh, I, I it, plus the it looked like the the rocket ship looked like it was kind of a tight squeeze in there. It didn't look like there's a lot of room. Was he actually in the ship? The rocket itself. Well, was he going to ride it? Was I don't he gonna know. Ride it? I don't know. What was he going to do? Like, like it's a ride at Valley Fair. How <laughs> far did Dickens. he get? By the way, did he just like go blink right off the roof? He you didn't know? get real high up. Uh, he path. didn't go very far. No. All well, he had to do was talk to one guy. 
And that is Austrian skydiver Felix Baumgartner, yep. okay. who did that huge Red Bull jump. Remember oh, where yeah. he, he yeah. in, in a in a nicely done, not a self-taught rocket way. You know, he was a professional uh-huh. rocket. He jumped out of there. No, he went up in a balloon. Was that a balloon? Yeah. Well, at least yeah. he got a perspective of she's looking pretty round. It's up round. Here. Yeah. It's round. <laughs> oh, it's he round. had the same problem. He was he was very worried about the round theory no, too. No, no, he went no, into no. the stratosphere over New Mexico. <laughs> no. He set okay. the record. He set a record for the longest uh, free fall. Uh, did he live? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There's oh, video good for him. Yeah. All right. How do you well, not remember that, Pat? That that wasn't that long ago. Wasn't I, I don't spend years, a lot of time worrying about guys jumping out of uh, hot balloons five million miles in the air. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I guess I missed that. I guess I missed that part. Pat, I Any... made an observation over the weekend. Okay, I'm ready. Girls high school hockey has come a long way. Oh, it has. Oh, it my has. word. There's, uh, there's no doubt about it. I go out and watch 10-year-olds play now, and they're better than the high schoolers were when Chrissy Wendell was scoring, mm-hmm. when Chrissy Wendell was playing and had to do everything she could not to score 14 goals a game. You right. Know? right. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's amazing how much better it is. The goalies used to look at the puck as it went right through, the, you know, right Trickled. past them. Trickled. They just, they'd, she'd be coming down there about a mile and a half an hour, yep. and they'd, they'd kind of look at it and go right between the skates. <laughs> uh, now they, yeah, it's much better. It's uh, you know, it's improved at a. I, of course, women's basketball is way better too. But it's improved at a at a faster rate than uh, basketball did for women. This used to be called ringette. Remember? Yes. Well, they didn't. Uh, they didn't want them to get too tired, and they're yeah. afraid somebody might sli- slam into somebody else. And uh, but to me, to have a ring on a stick would be more dangerous oh, yes. than, a, yes. than, a, than a blade, wouldn't it? I mean, you could poke somebody's eye out, right? If it, uh... i got to thank the Annandale Club. Was it Annandale? Andover. No. Andover Club and the Edina Club. I wonder how far back you'd have to go in history to make the legitimate claim that they could have beaten a boys' high school team. Uh, yeah, or... Won the Olympics in women's yeah, right. women's yeah. hockey, you know. Well, that Edina you know, team has had a dynasty from they were robbed from their day fourth one. consecutive title. Why? Well, how they get so? robbed? Well, no, I mean they were deprived. Oh, oh yeah. okay, yeah. and over. It I, was one, one hell of a game. We watched it at my home, and uh, going down to the wire, I was really happy that it wasn't. Um, Won or lost on a, a penalty, a, oh, a, a great game. penalty. It was, it was a, a hell of a game. So, are we getting five or six thousand now? Then instead of oh, yeah. fifteen hundred. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was a good house. There was a good house. I think it still should be played at Ritter, just because it's a full make house. It, make the ticket. Make the seats hard to get, man. Then yeah. people stand in line, and uh, I, I think so. Or I, even Mariucci. Sure, yeah. but nobody is going to be deprived of the experience. Yeah. You're deprived of the well, experience remember, if you lawsuit, don't make it. Lawsuits were brought about for right, this. Right, I know. Yeah, yeah I it, was a, it was a father, uh, wasn't yeah. some parents, right? That, right. Uh, but Andover, what was it? Ten years ago, you drove out there and there was pasture? Yeah, and now I'm, they're, I'm, I'm not terribly familiar with the history yeah, of Andover. It's up there Isn't beyond. That lives? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I could give us a full-scale report. How long has he been up there? And now it's the, like the booming hockey. It's the hockey capital of Minnesota. Their boys are going to go to the state tournament too, right? I have no idea. I think uh, they're uh, – I'll look and I, see. I was talking to Louie last night, and uh, Louie called me, and uh, and he was saying that their uh, boys' team is uh, really good too. 
So just a booming burg. Well, so height might have been a pioneer in Andover. Uh, he moved up there about 10 years ago. Yeah, but I don't think Dylan can skate. I don't think Dylan, his son, could ever skate, so he, he missed out. Was Louie in Vegas, Pat, over the weekend? No, Louie is uh, home. On Tuesday, they're naming an area at Mariucci after the Nanny family. I'm, I'm not exactly sure which area it is, but the Nanny family is having something named. And then he's got to stay and do uh, the hockey tournament. So he's he's not in Florida here for a couple of weeks. It's uh, very, very difficult the for him. The boys' hockey tournament is not this weekend, is it? No, it's another week. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah isn't it? Tuesday. I think wrestling is this weekend. Yeah, yeah it's the next one. The Wild so, uh, are having a trade deadline tonight, Pat. And uh, getting rid of Zach. Uh, I guess so. Everybody says. Uh, it's supposedly it's happening, and uh, I, they haven't. It sounds like it's a dump, basically, because they're going to. There's rumors that they're taking back this Andrew Ladd, who's 34 years old, was mm-hmm. a Blackhawk player, and uh, he's, he's hurt right now, but he, his contract. He was a decent player at one time, but his contract doesn't run as long as Zach's do, does. Now, there might be people out there saying, oh, good, they got out from under this contract, blah, blah, blah. I'll tell you what. The signing Suter and signing Parisi was the greatest marketing thing any team in this town has ever done because they were going in the tank at the gate in 2012 Lots and a lot. They were going to have lots of empty seats, and the, the empty seats had started to creep in that season. And uh, the last couple of months, big sections of empty seats. July fourth, two thousand twelve. Then came the lockout. Can you imagine what the crowds would have been after the lockout if they hadn't signed those two guys? Well, instead, instead they had about two games that weren't sold out. And from February of 2013 till the end of last year, they never had an unsold ticket. Right, but they also never advanced very far in the playoffs. Got to the second round twice, right? Mm-hmm. But they made the playoffs the first six years. He was They were there, right, the first six, and then they missed last year, and they're going to probably miss this year. I think they got to miss this year. I don't see it happening. I just don't uh, see it. Although they're only four back. But, but some of the teams that are fighting to get in the playoffs are loading up and uh, – I don't think uh, that's what our boys are doing. We still have games in hand, right? Don't we have games in hand? We got the games in oh, hand. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a. That's one of the are things they I man like. Games? <laughs> no, the man <laughs> games are completely different. Okay. Game man games are the ones you're injured, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that when your team stinks, you start adding up the man you games man to games. explain <laughs> the defeats. And Louie, I used to always give Louie a hard time because uh, Gary Sargent uh, got hurt. One year and didn't play for about two years, and we still had the man games. Gary's man games were still counting, yeah. uh, you know. And same thing with Bill, the late great Bill Nyrop. He uh, he had a career-ending injury, but we still counted the man games uh, when he was uh, not playing anymore. You so, were probably in the ballpark all yesterday afternoon and didn't see any of the World Golf Championships. I got home and loved it. I love that golf course. I do too. It's the you know Chapultepec. It, it's on 7,400 feet or 7,300 feet elevation. It's a rookie. It's only 7,200 yards at elevation, and it plays like 6,700. Yep. So it's a, you know, it's it's Highland Park. Is there something and, wrong with the greens though? Why it didn't? Well, look... they had a hard time making putts. There's the it's different grass. Okay. They, they couldn't figure it's out Mexican the grass. grass. Huh. And yeah, it is. It's Hispanic grass. Yeah. And then they. <laughs> But 
it was so tight that you know if you if you boomed a drive, you were going to make bo- birdie. But uh, Roy McIlroy and Justin Thomas were in the woods the whole mm. last the last twelve holes. Justin Thomas didn't hit it in fair territory for about two hours, did he, Joe? No. Why has Patrick Reed got such the villainous reputation? Well. He's always going way back to college. I think he was accused of cheating, mm-hmm. and uh, his teammates couldn't stand him. And he's just this, you know. Then he came out and he won his first tournament and said, "I consider myself one of the five. He was boastful, you know. Yeah. And but then the last one is he was at a Tiger's tournament in the Bahamas. And got penalized two strokes for basically building a sandcastle in a waste bunker. Yeah, and uh, he got and uh, he was you know he was he was scraping the ground a little bit, and uh, supposedly he says that the he was far enough away from the ball and had no impact on it. But everybody, but they gave him the two stroke penalty. But then Kepka last week in a on a golf podcast called him out as a cheat said that he's I've seen him cheat myself four different times with my own eyes and Kepka got it really inflamed again and well when he was at the uh president's cup remember they were taunting him mm-hmm. and then his caddy who's his brother-in-law I think like basically got in a row with a a, a spectator and got dragged off the golf course and they had to, they had to stop having them. He had to get a different caddy for the rest of the president's cup, man. He can roll it though. Oof. Well, He's the only guy that had those greens figured out. Well, it, it, it became a fight between DeChambeau and him and, and DeChambeau has a bit of the odd reputation too, for he's Kepka uh, contends that he takes too long. Oh yeah. Everybody hates him because he takes too long. Yeah. How about that putting stroke? Yeah. He's like the most stiff guy you ever saw. He's a, and he, all his clubs are the same length, right? Right. Isn't that that he's he's odd as hell? But oh yeah, uh, he's got laser beams when he's practicing. He uses yeah. a laser, and it's just he's a strange dude. But he's but pretty he, damn good. But he he spent his whole off season figuring out how to hit it farther. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's now hitting it farther than anybody. Mm-hmm. He's like he's he's the. He's the, uh, you know, the baseball, if he was in baseball, he'd be the Trevor Bauer, you know, the cutting edge of anal- of all analytics and all arm strength building and all that stuff. He, that's who he'd be because he's, he's at the cutting edge of everything, except some people think the cutting edge is nonsense in some cases with him, but uh, he's a hell of a player. Do we finally go back to Florida this coming weekend? Is this coming weekend? I the believe Honda? we're at the Honda, yes. Yeah. And then we're at the uh, the uh, uh, the one in Tampa that Hollis, uh, the Valspar, that Hollis Kavner now runs. You know that Mexico City thing, Hollis runs that thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Hollis Kavner, and he's got, when you watch it, you get this ad from the Salinas group. Yes. About every five minutes yeah. telling you that, you know, all the, all the, the money, the, the high tech, uh, things they're bringing to Mexico. Well, that's the billionaire who's behind this golf tournament. Okay. And this guy, apparently, when this billionaire started running that golf tournament, he would call up the other billionaires in Mexico who were not the legitimate billionaires in Mexico, not the fellas selling other products, Hoochie. and would tell them, 
Okay, uh, we need a $500,000 tent purchase and tell them what they were buying. And the thing is a phenomenal financial success down there in Mexico City. It's the one that used to be at Trump's course, Durrell. I wouldn't go to Mexico City. I'd get too nervous. There's 22 million people there. Yeah, it is a little claustrophobic. Oh, my word. Uh, you know that famous place where they drive around in two different directions yeah. and then meet that that big statue in the middle? Yeah. I bet they got a little congestion in rush hour on that oh son of a gun. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, did you? You think did you, maybe your new arrivals to Mexico might have a little difficulty navigating that? Yeah. Well, the, the great thing about it is they had a couple of holes. When you got near the end, you're out near the street, Joe. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? Oh, yeah. A constant honking. <laughs> it's an Uber, it was an Uber stand. Yeah, and every yeah, time was, somebody wanted an Uber, some guy blew a big whistle. <laughs> yeah. Was that what it was? Because I thought yeah. it was the street, and they were just honking because of oh, traffic or something. It's an Uber something. stand. But there was so much noise, it became white noise to them, I guess. Oh. It didn't bother them like, the, uh, like it would at a normal golf course. I was at it. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I was at the LAX Uber stand mid-December, about a week before Christmas. My God, the patients. What, do they re- fight with each other? Or well, what? They, it's an assembly line, basically, of cars that come in, and you go through the serpentine deal to, to get your car. It's, I, I can't believe people spend all day doing that as work. That would drive me insane. Well, it's, uh, I've, uh, I've had one Uber in my life. How'd it go? Yeah, the guy showed up. Yeah. Okay. They knew that. So it was successful. <laughs> I'm always worried they're not going to show up. Hey, what's with this Uber thing? What are you doing? What are you what, what, If they don't show up, what are you supposed to do? Well, you just get call a new one. one. No, the cab company, you can you can call them up and say, hey, where's your guy? Come on, let's go. Yeah. I got to get to the airport. But, but the Uber guy, if he doesn't want to show up, you're out of luck. Yeah, but the reason I like Uber is you can... Because it's cheaper. It's much cheaper, but it also it gives you a little bit of a feeling of safety because you know the guy's name and who's picking you up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, There's a profile. Because Pat didn't know who to call. Well, then you got to give him a bad rating gotta, if he didn't show up. You got to get the guy's name and number when you book yeah, him. But, but it doesn't do me any good. I'll write it on a uh, post-it note. Yeah. Right. It doesn't do me any good if it's Brad. five. If I got a five thirty pickup to go to the airport and he doesn't show up, what am I going to do? I have no idea. Yeah. Then I got to go out. You know, I could park at the at the airport on January seventh and get the car on March twenty. Fifth, but that could be a little high price. Might be pricey. Because it's now wouldn't start. <laughs> <laughs> it's now a uh, twenty-six bucks. It's uh, it's now uh, twenty-six bucks a day in the uh, main parking lot out there. You're down there through March twenty-seventh, fifth, March fifth, twenty-fifth. Oh, March twenty-fifth. Yes, yeah, I was the supposed boys break to camp. I, they break camp two days before I leave. I got to pack her up, man. Yeah. But they don't. They. I think that's the night they open, right, Reavers? Twenty fifth, sixth in Oakland. Okay, yeah. in Oakland. Yeah, whatever yeah. that Thursday is is mm-hmm. opening day. The so, uh, it's uh, it's it's uh, going to be quite a ball club if we ever get it together. But Kepler is they're taking it easy on him because he had the back problem last year. They're taking it easy on Polanco because he had the ankle dealy. They're taking it easy on Buxton because he's coming back from surgery. And uh, then they don't want to play Cruz much, and they don't want to play Donaldson much because they're old. 
So uh, we're not going to see the A-team until about March 15th, I got a hunch. There was a guy on Twitter that wanted to know, do the Twins have the nap room in spring training also? Or is that just a regular season deal? I think Nellie, if Nellie wants a nap room, they're building one. I'll tell you what, he looks in great shape. I'll tell you what, I said this, the best the best news down here is Sano. Mm-hmm. He's... He's probably still 275, but he's a rock. I watched that game yesterday. He does look. You can physically tell the difference. Why, yeah. Why do you think there's a difference? Did he get it, or do you think the— I uh, think he got it. Uh, he Apparently on Instagram, he posted a bunch of uh, uh, highlights of his workouts this winter, and uh, one of them was the, uh, the deal where you get to a, a big— he, kind of an old crumbly amphitheater he was at where they got the steps. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's doing the haunch, the haunches hop up the steps, you know, that these right. swimmers and these guys do that are all nuts. And, uh, I mean, he was he's doing really uh, – if, if indeed it wasn't a double, and how do you get a double for Miguel Sano? Uh, he was doing all this hardcore stuff, running on dirt roads in the Dominican and stuff like that. Will so, Buxton start the season? I think so, but uh, we we got to, you know, I suppose he's got to get in a game and start swinging before you find out for sure, but he seems to be recovering. He's uh, He gained, like, what they say, 20 last year. He looks a little thicker again. So maybe he'll be able to bounce off the walls this time. How? What was Sano's salary increased by? He's making a couple mil now. They gave him four year three. He signed a four year contract for thirty. Okay, so, so that's they motivation. Gave, they as gave him an extension. Well, I think somebody came to him and said, "Hey, Miguel, you can play this game and make twenty million dollars in your career, or you can make four hundred million. What do you want it to be?" Right. And he says, "You know, the way I go through money, I think I'll go for the four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Because allegedly the three point one five he got the sign long gone. Really? Jeez. Yeah. Too many Ubers. Yeah. Too, many yeah, too, Ubers. Many Ubers. <laughs> too many Ubers. Too many Ubers. But this is a different guy than uh, you know when he when in two thousand sixteen they're going to put him in right field and oh, God. he said uh, oh, I got to go I got to run off to New York for a couple of days and they didn't see him for three weeks so uh, during the, in late January when he was supposed to be working on his right field skills. Do you think Nelson Cruz has had a lot to do with his development, sir? I don't know. I don't know. I suppose he's he can go over and talk to him. You know, he can go over and say, "Hey, come on, make some money here." Nelson Cruz, when he was Miguel's age, was just barely breaking into the big leagues. He was about twenty-seven before he got a shot in the big leagues, and uh, so he can show him what's out there for him. I guess I, I, you know, he's. He's a low-key guy, though. He's not a nutcase. He's a pretty low-key guy, Nelson. Everybody's raving about the team, but only in the sense that they look fantastic on paper. You haven't seen anything no, yet. No, no, yeah, right. That's true. Yeah. Plus, we're very upset about the Kenta Maeda trade. We Second are. pitch today over the fence. Ooh. Yeah. And then the next two guys get on base, and I say, how could you give up Gratterall for this stiff? Which some of the Japanese uh, media gave me a bad look there. So, <laughs> Did the Dodgers uh, send us the right Maeda? <laughs> I got him out after that, though. Turned a fantastic double play with uh, 
Arise started a fantastic double play to uh, who was uh, who was playing shortstop. I don't know who was playing shortstop, uh, but uh, boy, they they love this kid. Arise, man, they love him. Well, for good they, reason. Who? Give me the starting nine if you were going to start tomorrow. Garber. Yep. Uh, Snow at first, Arise at second, Polacco at short, Donaldson at third, Rosario, Buxton, Kepler, and Cruz. The nice-sounding lineup. It's a hell of a lineup if it plays, man. It is. It is. It's, uh, you know, you stay healthy and all that stuff. I mean, there's been – they haven't put anything like this on the field in, uh, God, I don't know when. Nice, 77 probably when they had Heisel, Bostock, and Crew. Well, Marwin Gonzalez isn't even in your starting nine. No, he's your uh, super sub. And, uh, you know, yeah, he's just the only thing you wonder about is who the extra outfielder is because you need somebody to be able to play when uh, Buxton's, you know, if, if Buxton's isn't that Jake misses misses his yeah, but my level of excitement for him is uh, minimal. <laughs> yeah, I guess he is, but uh, or Lamont Wade, one of those two. So is that game anyway. today sold out down there? No, no, not close. There's really? quite a few empty seats, yeah. They don't do real well in February here. The Red Sox, I was over there Saturday, and they were sold out. Did you? Uh, I wrote a little something on it. I went over to see what the reaction was, and they had this, you know, the no Mookie and all the stuff going on. And uh, they got this big party area there with, the well, it's food and booze and tents and all this stuff, and they had a band playing. They always have a band out there. And they, uh, they mashed up, when the gates opened, the band was playing a mashed up version of Let It Be, oh, yeah. which to me was not an accident. <laughs> it was like, Kabuki's gone, okay, come on, everything will be okay, we, we broke up, but we're going to be fine. Well, what, what was the, what's the rationale for what, how the Red Sox are behaving? Money. Just to, to trim it down, huh? Well, they don't want to be over the uh, the amount. What do they call it, Reavers? The uh, luxury tax. Luxury tax. If you get over, if you're over the luxury tax, and then you're over it for a second straight year, that the penalty like doubles for being over it. So they just didn't want to. They they ended up with some horrible contracts. They David Price, they were way overpaying him. The Zivaldi, they were way overpaying him. Chris Sale last year, they didn't know if he was healthy or not, and they gave him one hundred forty million dollars. So they had some uh, idiotic contracts, but still, God Almighty, with the PR they've had, uh, giving up Mookie. Oof, that's uh, the luxury geez. tax sounds like something Bernie would invent. <laughs> <laughs> Baseball. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? The Republicans are so damn smart, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. They got they got the trumpeter, you know, not even running against anybody, right? Right. So they're all going out and voting for Bernie, <laughs> knowing that Trump will kick his ass. <laughs> you can, they're, you know, there's, Bernie's going to win in Minnesota because there's going to be, 80% of the Republicans who goes to the whole the polls are going to vote for Bernie. I'm a, I'm a Democrat. Give me one of those ballots. I'm voting for Bernie. They want Bernie. Bernie's going to carry four states. And we're going to be one of them. No, we won't. 
No, Boy, he's so. going to get his ass kicked in Minnesota. Oh, no, it would be. Well, it's he impossible won't get, to take seriously. Yeah, he won't be able to get anybody to run with him. It'll be like McGovern in 72. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Who's that guy? He had. Well, oh, Eagleton had Tom mental Eagleton. issues. Yeah, he had a, so when, but when he bowed out, it took him about two weeks to find anybody to take the job because everybody knew he was going to get his ass kicked. And if, if you're a. If you're a, a Democrat that has any hopes for the future, you can't run with this guy and be part of a landslide loss, can you? No. So I don't think I don't know who he's going. He's probably going to get that Tula Bell or whatever her name is, Gabbard, that that Republican in oh, sheep's yeah. clothing. You know, she's a nutcase. She'll be perfect for Bernie. Uh, Arthur Staple, he covers the New York Islanders for the Athletic yes. NYC. Just tweeted out. The Isles say that Lou Lamorella will be on a conference call in 15 minutes. That means there's no Zach Parisi trade. That was one minute ago. Really? There is no? There is no uh, Parisi deal, according to this guy that covers the island. Why? No, I'm not sure. Why would, why would him being on a Why would him being on a conference call mean hmm. no trade? Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm just reading. Why what, would Parisi want to live in New York? He lived there for. Yeah, well, well, he was well, in New Jersey, so yeah. not far. Well, and Lamorello's was the, the guy that drafted him. Yeah, yeah. The, the Devils, Jersey. that's Plus, right. Yeah, I was thinking he was going back to the island, but it was the Devils he played for, yeah. yes. Plus, if you have money, New York's not a bad place I think to he and the out. wife, from whatever, everything I read, they lived in Manhattan. They loved it, from what I heard. So, anyway. but, yeah, but then, now they got a bunch she, of little kids. Yeah, I know. She wanted to come back home. Yeah. So. But, I don't know, maybe he got sick of being, when they called him in and begged him to to wave is no trade. Koivu That's kind of trade. Koivu uh, will not wave his. No, no, they, uh, they, they. I don't blame him. What the hell? He's. Uh, I, I saw something in there about he's not sure about his future. Well, he's got two more years, right? You come know. back. No, Koivu. Yeah, I think this is the last year of his contract. Really? I think I so. He, I thought he had more time left. Okay, well. Well, in that case, if I was him, it was the last year of my contract, I would have taken a trade and maybe go try to win someplace. Huh? Somebody yeah. could use a good fourth-line defensive center. Plus, he's such a great quote in the locker room. Oh, God, he's a lighted he up. He is the funny, isn't he just great? Those, <laughs> Light up. those Finn jokes. You know? He's been a good replacement in the quote department for Nino. Yeah. <laughs> Nino was a beauty. How about the Zamboni driver who's now a Canadian uh, hero? Uh, yes, that's right. He's like uh, he's like gave the hockey the greatest pub of all time. He only made eight saves, right? Right. But he uh, so he gets the win because they scored the winning goal when he was playing. Is that it? Yeah. Way to go! That's unbelievable that hockey still has the guy coming out of the stands. He should have got to... the save, not the win. <laughs> No, I think they were tied, though. I, th I think he oh. got the win because they were tied. Got yeah. it. And he, you know, <laughs> that's that's fantastic. All teams have to have a, a standby emergency goalie. Uh, uh, the home team is responsible for having one, and that guy can play for either team. Yes, and for 100 years, uh, they'd, when they only had one goalie on the team, those guys, you know, and Gump would get hit in the head with a puck and get knocked out for an hour. They, they, those guys probably got in four games a year, didn't they? Oh yeah, because they did. They only had one goalie. This guy wanted to be a goalie. He had a kidney transplant 15 years ago. Thought he'd wow. never play hockey again, and uh, obviously brought himself back to this level where he was that good. 
Wow, that's uh, he's forty two though, right? Yep. He must yep. be playing in some senior league. Man alive, that's a well. We had a guy that here now. We had a guy. What did he get an exhibition game, Rook? Or did he? We had a guy play here, right? Reeves, and, you go uh, ahead, cover that one. Fifty-one-year-old uh, 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 account executive, I yeah. believe, and uh, he did get into the game. Hey, I just thought of something cynical. Oh boy! How did the Canes have a jersey with this guy's name on it? Maybe both teams are required to have because of that. Oh, maybe. I mean, yeah. well, I don't even remember what it was. It doubles. Okay. A-Y-E-R-S. And they, you saw his name yeah, on the back. Yes. I did not say. I only yeah. saw him going forward when all the uh, Canes and the Maple Leafs are all giving him sticks on the shins for uh, you know coming out to play. <laughs> that has to be the answer, that those teams must be required to have a jersey in yeah. case they need this guy. But, Pat, did you see that video? He's coming out of the nets after, I think, the second period. And both teams, he's making his way towards center ice, and they're all like the kid that drops the flag and center yeah. ice at the one. They're all giving him shin hits, going like, both way te- to go. Both, both teams. teams? Yep, both way teams. Way to were, go. Fantastic. He was, was wearing really... a Toronto Maple Leafs T-shirt under his jersey. <laughs> <laughs> so what was – does he drive the Zamboni at the arena? No, for their uh, minor league team. Minor league team, yeah. and he, but he, he just – He's paid to sit in the. He paid a hundred bucks to sit in the stands or something. No, he's, he's been about half the games this year. He's been the guy, and you only get paid if you get in. You get five hundred bucks. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. But you only. They won't charge you for a ticket, though. I mean, I they'll think they'll they give you a seat. I think they, they give you a seat. <laughs> but Carl Wetzel, Carl Wetzel texted us and said, "If he plays, he gets paid. If he doesn't, he's just another spectator." Oh, why wouldn't you give a slip the guy a hunt for being there? Just, somebody, uh, on Twitter just think how nervous he's getting. Think if, if every time a goalie gets hit in the throat, he's got it. Oh, God, uh, please would, don't put me in. He would be like me in baseball, football, or any type of sport. Don't hit it to me. Please don't hit it to me. Please don't hit it to me. <laughs> somebody on Twitter yesterday suggested that uh, the Wild should trade Dubnik for him during the Blues game. <laughs> <laughs> Did Doobie, were we mad at Doobie yeah, last night? Do, well, the, the Blues are obviously a much better team, but oh, Doobie the boys did, were dreadful. Doobie did not have a good yeah. game. Just dreadful. I uh, I think I hear I heard a rumor that Luke Dillon's down here in Florida on the other side of the coast, so we can't blame him he for had last nothing night. To do with it. Nothing, had no. nothing to do with it. Plus, they scored a goal because so he goal. couldn't have been, he couldn't have been there. So <laughs> if they had a if they had an actual goal, that's. Uh, that's uh, right. What's the weather like in the fort today? Oh, God, oh, gorgeous today. Oh, Fantastic uh, last couple of days. But this weekend, I've been warned when I was uh, coming in today through the security that the guy that he, he keeps track and he says, you know, it's going to be in the 40s a couple of nights this weekend. Wow. So, uh, bring in your was, pets. Yeah. If he you was, had a pet, you'd have to bring it in. He was uh, warning me that uh, things uh, things were going to get cooler, going to cool off. Well, do you know where things are nice and toasty up here? Jack's, Jack's Cafe. Look at oh, that, Pat. man. What a radio professional wow. he is. I could use a nice Jack's meal right now. I have not had. I haven't had as much luck finding good meals down here this year. Damn it! I wish I knew somebody that had maybe a. $300 gift certificate Woo-hoo! that we could use at Jack's Cafe for a delicious, delicious meal. She, when she's sleeping some yeah. night, I'll have to go through her purse and see if I can find that $300 gift certificate. Okay, okay. I, I, think we, I think we can work with that. 
If you do not have a gift certificate but maybe would like to purchase one, you can get in touch with Jack's Cafe. Go online to jackscafe.com. You'll find their ambiance second to none, three generations. Billy's running it right now, and it has been handed down generation to generation without change or fail because the ambiance is wonderful. The back patio is always decorated for the seasons. And maybe you're going to set up a groom's dinner, maybe a wedding party, whatever the case may be. Up to 250 people can be accommodated with their private dining facilities, and they throw one hell of a party for you. So remember Jack's Cafe, 612-789-7297, 612-789-7297. They're online, J-A-X-C-A-F-E.com. Tell them you heard it on the Monday Night Sports Talk podcast. I have a question, gentlemen. It is not sports-related. But I would Good. like your lifetime of Catholicism to play in here and tell me if this was okay. Massive anticipation on Saturday night. We went. It was Catholic schools, uh, uh, Catholic appeal time where they oh, yeah. they run the thing, oh, they give you the that's cards. That's the best time to not go to Mass. But, yeah, uh, we had to sit down for that little pitch. Did they play the Archbishop thing? Uh, they played little Archbishop. We didn't video. have that. You didn't have that? No. Oh, you guys probably are. Then they're setting you guys up for next week. <laughs> but uh, Archbishop Hebda did play a, a, an integral part in a video that was very cleverly done. What's mm-hmm. the question? They passed out all the envelopes. Yeah. I grabbed an envelope, and uh, Gabe was sitting next to me at Mass, and I wrote down, and I, so he could see it, I flipped open the top and said, I owe you $1 million. <laughs> and I... I didn't put my name on it. I didn't do anything with it. So Gabe thought that was um, shoulder-shaking funny when you're trying not to laugh at Mass. But his... His his, show, his shoulder shaking, um, humorous funniness turned to horror as he saw the gal with the basket come by, and I threw the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> and his horror, he looks at my wife and my daughter's going, "Oh no, oh no!" But I didn't put any name on it. But what he didn't see is I had slipped a regular envelope without that in there, and I just mm-hmm. gave him a blank envelope. Okay. So Gabe is always saying. In other you, words, the church got nothing out of you. The church nothing. got nothing out of me. Either way, they got nothing. Either way, they got nothing. They got nothing. They either could have had the IOU or nothing. The IOU would have been better than nothing. <laughs> you know what? Whatever I give, as you'll see on my list, I always give anonymously. So yeah. when you see anonymous at the top with that million dollar gift, you know it's me. Yeah. But that was just having fun. Nobody's going to. That's a good prank. That's, it's now not that's a prank. The, uh, I always tell the story about the old man with the 50. Back in the 1950s, he had the 50 in his hand like he was going to put it in the basket, and his brother, Paulie, grabbed it out of his hand and threw it. <laughs> He'd always pull it back, and the old man damn near chased him down the aisle to get the 50 back, because that was... Uh, By the way, money. I got to tell you a couple of Richard stories. Please. Yeah. I've, this, Sean Fury, he's, he's got Folda ancestors, right? Yeah. And he uh, lives in New York now. And uh, in, on the island, but his wife is from Cape Town, South Africa, and they she does something down there. So they basically spend the winter in Cape Town, and he's doing all this. He's got time to kill because I don't think he's working down there. So he's he's, he's looking through all this old full of free press stuff somehow online. He can find it. I don't know how. And so the first, did I tell you about the? The bank records? No. That from the Avoca Bank? 
Uh, yes. Oh, you might have. I uh, told you about how Richard and these other two guys uh, are alleged to have found in the lake. The ledger. That's right. The ledger. The ledgers from the bank, right? Yeah. So, see, he ran across that one, and that was like 19, I don't know when, 28 or something. The big crash. So now he, now he finds this one. This is not out of the fold of paper, though. It's out of the some Minneapolis paper, but not one of the big ones. Richard Ricey and two other guys I don't know. And Richard Ricey's hometown is not identified, but this is 1929, right? Yeah. And they're taken before Judge Francis something. The last name is, I got to go find this thing. The last name is familiar, like it's been family a, name. A, a, a uh, judgeship for 80 years in, in the Twin Cities or something. And they've. They've gotten accused of stealing a tire from a from a, a a vehicle to replace their flat tire, but they played it off as a prank that they were just pulling a prank. I can identify, which of course is BS, because <laughs> they needed a tire because they had a flat tire, right? right? So anyway, so but the headline is something like Judge. Uh, slams university students for prank, and the judge and chewing every chewing them out for uh, that he's sick of these University of Minnesota students playing all these pranks that they're out of control, and he's going to show make an example of these three guys, and they can either spend what six months in county jail or get fined a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars in nineteen twenty nine. That's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah, and so the 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 old man is. Uh, I never heard that one either. I'll have to add. Michael might have heard the story somewhere. I mean, he wasn't around then, but maybe he heard that one. But this guy keeps finding legal situations involving Richard as he's going through the records <laughs> that I never heard of. Now, who's the guy going through the records? Sean uh, Fury's his name, S-H-A-W-N. He's, a, he's got folder relatives, okay? But do and you know a, the guy? Yeah, he and I went to a basketball game, and, and when we were out in uh, New York Thanksgiving a couple of years ago, he and I went to the Timberwolves game on the Friday afterwards, and I... I Got to meet him and spend the day with him, and uh, but we've been we basically started engaged engaging in Twitter is how it all started. Okay, and, uh, and but he's finding all this stuff about the old man and uh, twenty nine was he was a student at the U, so I don't think there are any other Richard Rice's running around getting fined a hundred dollars for stealing a tire. <laughs> Well, but he had a they, checkered past. Yeah, they tried sure. to they tried to sell it as a prank. That's right. No, and uh, the we judge does this. Judge does the whole lecture to him on the prank. I'll, I'll, I I think I got it. In my email. I'll send it to you. I all think right. it, it probably it, went something like this. Just like in a Christmas story, when the teacher says, "We all know how guilty you feel about Flick," and the kids are like, "No, we just didn't want to get in trouble. We don't care." <laughs> yes. Well. And uh, and Sean Fury said, "Well, maybe he could pay off the hundred with the reward he got for the bank deposit <laughs> sure. for the ledgers that were found in full the lake." 
which was I they just. That, I thought on that occasion he passed himself off as a bank examiner. No, 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 no. They were the 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 Avoca bank records were missing right. because the bank was being investigated by the FUD, feds because it was failing, right? Yeah. So somebody and tossed these in the so, drink. So Richard and his two buddies uh, claimed to have seen somebody throw them in this specific spot of the lake, I wink, believe. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and sign them all. And it happened to be in a waterproof thing in there, and then they... They were looking for. There was a reward offered. That was it. They were That's... trying to collect. There, were, there was like a five hundred dollar reward effort, and they were. But one of the guys with him was one of his buddies, who was also a criminal. So uh, it was. Uh, I'm sure they dreamt it up, dreamt up trying to figure out how to get their hands on that. Five hundred or thousand dollar reward. Yeah, there was probably whatever. many meetings and some secret plans that were uh, mm-hmm. set in and, place. To but they were still. The the one report I, that Sean sent me was they were still trying to figure out if these were authentic or not, and I don't know what the solution on those were or not. And the old man and his buddies probably got a couple of ledgers and just wrote a bunch of stuff in it and hoped they could make it look like bank records. <laughs> Backwards something. S's and in crayon and. Well, Pat, you get back to the ball game. All right, it should be. Did you want me to take a peek here? I'll put up the. Yeah, what do you got? Take a peek. Yeah, take a peek. See what the score is. You're listening live. Here it is. Here we go. Open the drawbridge. Uh, <laughs> what do you see? It seeing? is. How's that first breath of fresh? The Twinks are ahead three to one, and it appears to be the top of the eighth. Three to one, and uh, lefty on the hill. Oh, Charlie Barnes, a long, uh, a, a guy with no chance to make the team, is on the hill. What is he, them, number 88 or like 97? Uh, 60, 85. Okay, number 85, 85 okay. out there uh, out there uh, is hurling. So a beautiful sunny day. Twins leading 3-1, to one, top of the eighth. You know, uh, Joe Maurer did the Nativity Men's Sports Shirt Stag this year. Uh, I he, bet it was a. I bet it was a laugh fest. He was actually pretty good, but he mm-hmm. said one of the biggest moments in his career is when he came in for spring training, and at his locker was um, what was he number seven? Okay, and it wasn't fifty six. <laughs> okay, 82. they gave him a number. He said that's when I knew. Uh, he said I got the chills, and that's when I knew that I had arrived or I was. That was be a there. bad sign for AJ that he came in and had number seven when he was a you know a nineteen year old kid. Or right, something. right. So. All right, all right, Jets, get all out right. of here. Enjoy the yep. sunny Fort Myers, will you? Ooh, it's beautiful. See all, right. all right, see you later. Monday night sports talk. That is the podcast version, and you can listen to Monday night sports. Sports Talk, uh, all sorts of postings at garagelogic.com. You can also check out PodMN on your app with your phone. Or if you'd like to, you're more than welcome to check out PodMN.com. That's PodMN.com for more. Now let's get one last word with Mr. Patrick Ricey. Ricey here for my friend, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. I've been telling you about Josh Arnold for several years because Josh is my investment advisor. I recommend him to anyone looking for straight talk and sound advice. Josh won't give you sugar-coated answers to important questions. He makes it his mission to help people like me and you achieve the financial position needed for a secure future. 
For a no-obligation 48-minute consultation, call 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. Call Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk, today and set up your 48-minute no-obligation consultation and get the personal attention you deserve. Call 952-925-5608. Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.